0: Thank you for listening to another podcast. My name is Louisa and today I'm interviewing Steph Robinson. Steph is a holistic nutritionist based in LA and she's all about helping her clients rock their way into clear skin and gut health by embracing a very natural approach. This is fueled by wholesome food, but also focused on the overall pillars of life. As a special treat for our listeners, enjoy a 10% discount on our delicious and nutritious functional Funky Fat chocks by simply adding Funky Pot 10 at checkout, also in our podcast episode's description. Good morning to you, Steph. It's for me as well. It's for me night, but for you, morning from LA. <laughs> Good morning. How have you been? How is it? Well, you told me just now that you already had clients in the morning at five so you have already kind of already some hours up how how come tell me a little bit about yourself and then we step into the your clients etc
1: yeah so i take nutrition clients one-on-one um a lot of them are done virtually so i work with people all over the world so sometimes that means waking up at 5 a.m to meet with them but i like it It gets the day going early Um, And I've been working with clients one-on-one for now four years, I guess. Um, And basically, I focus a lot on nutrition and the whole picture approach with balancing out your blood sugar and just focusing on not restricting too much and just focusing on real whole foods. And every aspect of your lifestyle for me is so important. You kind of need... Everything to be in balance in order for everything to just to feel your best.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, you're a holistic nutritionist. What yes. What brought you to more towards the holistic approach to it? Um, I really just
1: believe in I struggled with acne for many years and my gut and I really believe in just getting back to the basics and focusing on more natural things rather than band-aid approaches and getting to the root of everything going on always. Um, And natural medicine honestly has so, can be so impactful and so amazing. That's not to say that Western medicine doesn't work and it's not the answer by any means, but just focusing on the root problem is very effective. Rather than using prescription medications to kind of use things as a band-aid approach, yeah. has been yeah. very impactful, and I know that can truly work for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, beautiful. So, would you say that when you were when you were dealing with acne, that that would like be one of the reasons? Why you also entered this field as a nutritionist as like more as holistic nutritionist?
1: Yeah, so my acne started when I was 13, 14 years old, and I struggled with it for maybe eight to ten years, um, pretty badly. and I was put on birth control when I was around that age, and I just saw how many neg- negative side effects those medications can have as I said that's not to say it doesn't can work for some people but for me I didn't need to be on birth control um that was kind of a band-aid approach not getting to the root of why my acne was really happening so I went to a naturopath and she kind of opened my eyes to a lot of natural things and natural ways of healing and just focusing on the basics of things and nutrition and diet and lifestyle and everything like that. And that's when I really started becoming interested in everything because I saw over time that it really, really was effective and worked. And I love talking to people and I love helping people. So it was kind of the perfect concoction of many different things that I really enjoyed And I know so many people struggle with skin and gut health. And I really relate to all of those people because I've really struggled with it. So,
0: yeah, no, that makes sense. Could you tell us a little bit more about, especially here in Europe, uh, even myself, when I was 14 years old, I also was uh, recommended to take birth control for my acne. What were one what were uh, a few of your side effects? uh, that you also thought, Hey, I should go for a naturopath. I should go for like, seek for help, uh, instead of just like taking and, and continuing with birth control.
1: Um, so for me, I was very nauseous and I wasn't on it that long, to be honest. So I don't really think I can say too much, but the reason why I stopped was that I was just very nauseous and I, I really didn't feel great. I started gaining weight. That was not normal for me. And
0: it wasn't affecting me in any positive way. So that's
1: really why I stopped it.
0: Yeah, so maybe if that would... For some, for some ladies listening that they think, okay, this is the only way because you hear it often um, from like doctors where it's just like, oh yeah, just take birth control and it will be fine. But of course, and seeing your beautiful flawless skin, there is way more options out there, uh, different option that we can do. Can you bring us a yeah. little bit about what were your main uh, changes? Um, you stopped with birth control. Now you have amazing clear skin what did you do in terms of nutrition? Um, maybe some extra supplements. Yeah.
1: So I just want to touch on the whole birth control thing as well. I think a lot of times women focus on a lot of these things because it seems like a quick fix that can be very beneficial for them. And doctors will recommend things and everything like that. Um, like Accutane or birth control or Spirolactin or whatever it might be, some sort of prescription, maybe it's even a cream that's super drying. Um, And now all of those things can be very effective, especially the Accutane and the birth control and everything like that. But the thing is, is there is always a route to why all of these things are happening. So you want to figure out what that root is, because when you stop the Accutane and you stop the birth control, it's just going to come back over time. Um, That's why a lot of people go back on Accutane and they still have the same issues and sometimes even worse. And with all of those things, there's always side effects to them. With Accutane, it's so hard on your liver. It's so hard on your gut. It's really hard on your mood and emotionally, everything like that. So Sometimes it's not always the quickest fix doing the more natural approach, but it will be the most effective long-term really getting to the root of everything. So I would say for myself, getting to the root of what was going on was the most effective thing. Um, so figuring out why this was happening. So I did testing on my gut and I figured out that I had a lot of gut imbalances, um, I also did testing for my hormones, which your gut and your hormones are super linked. So when there's a lot of gut issues happening, typically your hormones just aren't the healthiest and most balanced. Um, So I focused on that. I also really focused on just eating a real whole foods diet, having enough protein, um, balancing out my blood sugar was really helpful. There was no supplement that was a cure or a fix all by any means for me. Um, So yeah, that's basically what I did in order to heal my gut. I worked with someone and did a whole protocol in order to do that. Um, And also just focused a lot on lowering my cortisol levels. So not putting my body in that state of fight or flight mode was really important as well and also another aspect because that got to like the root of the really bad cystic acne I would say that was ongoing because I had acne all over my chest and my back and my whole entire face and now I really don't get acne at all anymore and I truly never thought that day would come because it was so horrible um but I focus a lot on using non-pore clogging products too. So a lot of the products I was using with my makeup and my skincare had so many fragrances and pore cloggers and toxins and things like that. And they are all those pretty packages and things you see at the really nice, um, stores i i won't mention any names but all of those beautiful products but they can look really pretty on the skin but they can actually cause a lot of acne and and break, like breakouts for your skin so i focus on that and as well as just doing little tiny things like using cold water on my face um instead of hot water Not using a laundry detergent that has a lot of fragrance in it can be really helpful because you're sleeping on that every night. Same goes for towels. Um, Even using like a water filter for my water was very helpful too. I think there's a lot of different little things that really contributed to everything.
0: Yeah, and it's of course in maintaining, you have to maintain these things um, and I found it interesting that you mentioned earlier that it's actually about having several things in balance. So nutrition is one thing. Then of course, in your household, um, how you like with towels, uh, bed sheet, et cetera. What about more the mindfulness and um, yeah, just kind of like the mindfulness to it. Does this also affect skin? Uh, you mentioned stress levels. How are we able to manage our stress levels, manage our cortisol levels?
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I look at skin, I think people hyper-focus on food or skincare or facials or whatever it might be. They're, they're very fixated on one thing, but you really have to look at all of the pillars is what I kind of describe it as are the main pillars to, health and clear skin and gut health and everything like that so sorry what was your question again I got to start. oh the mindfulness component yes so for me I before I really started on my journey with my skin and my health and everything I was doing a lot of higher impact workouts like I said and just it was almost so forced, like I felt like I had to work out, I felt like I had to do all these things to be healthy. And my body was constantly in this state of fight or flight mode. And I really wasn't relaxed. And I had so much internal inflammation. And through that, that comes out through your skin and just everything energy levels. So I really focused on getting back more to the basics and listening to my body. And I started doing more low-impact workouts, and doing more meditations, Um, even just doing walks and breathing more, which sounds silly, but just breathing before I'm eating and just being in a calm, relaxed state can be so impactful. Because if you're in that state of fight or flight, our body's not going to digest food at the optimal level as it would when you're in a very relaxed state. Um, Like a lot of people talk about when they go to Europe, like Spain or something in the summer, or Italy, and they're eating, they're so confused, because they're eating all of this food. And obviously, the food quality is very different than America. But really, they're in such a relaxed state, just eating slowly, and calm and feeling good, most likely when you're in a place like that. And that it can really just shift your digestion because a lot of people here running around on the go, eating in their car, all of those things, and that just isn't the best for us.
0: Yeah. Do you think that LA has some side effects on this as well that we that you? But this is really from a European um, like aspect or view that it feels uh, like because there's so much like availability and there's so much maybe pressure in a way that you have to like look good and and there's so many availabilities of working out and there are beautiful gyms everywhere and everyone looks so super fit that there maybe could be some for a lot of people just have this this anxiety like constantly oh I need to work out every day I need to do these high-end trainings um I need to constantly be fit look beautiful
1: yeah. I think LA is very different than the rest of America for sure. It's a, it's a very different universe. Um, but yeah, I definitely think there is that component because you really just do have access to every single thing here. And I think it can be very overwhelming for people. Um, because we have every supplement, every drink, every, brand, everything, any gym, any workout, any service, anything you have here. So I really do think it can be overwhelming and a lot of pressure as well. Um, But for me, I don't feel that way, because I really just try and keep things a little bit more simple. I mean, I love a cold plunge and cryotherapy and a good workout class. But I think it, when it comes to the whole supplement world and all of those brands and everything, I don't think you need to take 500 million supplements a day in order to be healthy by any means. I think it's better. Actually, what has really changed things for me is not doing that and just kind of under consuming those things and actually just focusing on the whole picture and diet and everything in the real foods, because you can get so much nutrients from just actually eating real whole foods. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times those supplements have fillers and additives and your body doesn't even really need it. You just see it's trending on TikTok or whatever it might be, but you don't necessarily, it might
0: not be right for you. So it's not a one, always, fit, not a one fits all kind of approach.
1: No. And I, I would definitely say doing, lots of research before taking anything like that is so important because sometimes it can actually cause bloating or cause gut issues or whatever it might be. It, it might not actually help you in any way. So that's really important. Getting back to the basics, I think is really important, honestly, because there's so much nowadays and yeah, it's just a lot.
0: I think, yeah, that's true. Like we get a lot of information and of course you also even have different diets Um, that like different advocates on diets and what type of diet is now good for you. And I found it interesting that you mentioned the fact that when Americans, for example, do go to what is it like Italy and still eat the gluten and eat the pasta, but they are actually not gaining weight because probably this this could be that the fact that they're just in a very more, relaxed state they don't feel like this pressure of constantly like oh I still need to do this higher uh, high-end training I need to be like up and running you just feel super connected with maybe yourself and and just being re- really relaxed so I think it's a very in that sense a very nice approach that we have to maybe just go back to the root in that sense and just try to see also what works for you individually for your body, and that can also mean different type of diets. Do you follow any specific diet yourself? You mentioned you just eat whole foods. You did, you do eat protein, so I would say you're not like um, fully plant based. You you try to still incorporate animal protein.
1: Yeah, so I am definitely not plant based. I what works for me and my method of teaching people of how to eat is just eating for balanced blood sugar and focusing on protein, healthy fats, fiber, and greens at each meal. And then you can incorporate some slow burning carbs. But those four main things are really what will set you up for success for low levels of inflammation, energy throughout the day to reduce cravings, to not feel that puffy kind of gross feeling to not be hungry every second um, and have the like the best sleep as well so that's kind of what I focus on and having three meals a day
0: um,
1: allowing your body to rest and digest between meals as well is very important and yeah that's kind of it's not super complicated just focusing on that and Again, eating real whole foods. I really think how you start your day is super important too. So I always start my day with more of a savory start yeah. um, rather than a lot of sweet things because that will just spike your blood sugar and then leave you with a crash. So getting in a lot of protein at breakfast has been super, super helpful for me. Interesting. Um, I try and get like 30 grams of protein in. And I think when it comes to plant-based eating and everything like that, I eat animal protein, but I just think the source is really important. Um, And just consuming proteins that have no hormones added to them or grass finished or pasture raised and everything's just coming from a good source is super important to me. Yeah.
0: And do you drink coffee?
1: I do drink coffee with when it comes to coffee, I have some rules with it. So I because coffee will spike your cortisol an insane amount. And there's nothing wrong with actual coffee by any means. It's not it's I mean, it's a natural thing. It's just people over consume it. And they added so many sweeteners and milks that have stuff in them. And all of those things. So when it comes to coffee, I have it with my breakfast. Um, so it doesn't spike my cortisol and I keep it to one cup a day. I don't have it past 12 o'clock. I don't add in sweeteners or anything like that. I usually just put in some coconut milk and, um, I wait like two hours after waking up to have it. So, so my, cortisol levels are all balanced out first
0: and yeah that's kind of my method when it comes to coffee no that's that's interesting so that's something that you would recommend your clients to okay it's okay to drink the coffee but not adding all these these milks etc in the just the sugars the the extra whipping cream whatever they they can put in the starbucks uh, nowadays yeah
1: i would just say keep things a little bit more simple
0: yeah (laughs) yeah That's interesting. Then what about social events? Um, We also see on your Instagram, you have a lot of activities going on, um, influencer events, a lot of like maybe social events, dinners. What would you recommend for someone who still wants to maintain their gut health, eating healthy? Would you like if you would go for, let's say, an alcoholic drink, Is this recommendable? Do you stop this at all means? Um, And and if you still drink, what is your kind of approach to the social events uh, regarding nutrition and maybe even also alcohol?
1: Yeah, so I really think it's important to have balance within your life. If you are constantly restricting and you're saying no to everything, that's not a way to live in my mind. I think you really have to be balanced and enjoy life and do things that make you feel really good, but also social events can make you feel really good and being around good people can make you feel really good. So that's super important, but just not overdoing things is also really good. Um, I definitely do drink. I just don't drink frequently. I. choose when I'm going to drink if it's more of a social thing or a birthday or whatever it might be a special event whatever it might be um and I only drink one drink I don't have sugary drinks at all ever and I typically just have a skinny margarita is what I have normally um but At the end of the day, alcohol is, there's no benefit to it. It's actually really bad for you. It's poison. So it's not the best thing, obviously. So if you can avoid it, then by all means do that. I'm not going to recommend drinking alcohol to anyone. But for me, I just like having balance in my life. And that's what works for me. Um, I just think not overdoing it is really important. And when it comes to eating out, And things like that, I same approach. I still try and have balance. I try and really eat healthy, whatever I'm doing, honestly, because that's what makes me feel really good and energized. And I just want to feel good. I don't feel restricted. And if I'm eating out, I'll order maybe a Branzino with vegetables. And then for the table, we'll get like a pizza or a pasta to share. And I'll have a little bit of that and try things and oh I I I won't restrict myself because that creates a really unhealthy mindset but if I feel like trying something I will by all means do that um and I love digestive enzymes when I'm eating out to help break down food properly so that's one thing I do do um but yeah that's kind of my approach to eating out I would say
0: and what about uh, working with your clients? Do you uh, count calories? Um, is Do you recommend counting calories? Um, no, I don't. Great. So it's just something that because back in the days, so it was all about uh, counting calories and making sure your calories are less than what you're basically the energy you're putting out. So it's really focused on just the full nutrition and really the the, the type of ingredients that you're eating rather to, to calories.
1: Yes, I think when it comes to calorie counting, especially for women, it creates this really, really unhealthy mindset. And then you start reading labels and you're focusing on all of these low calorie foods. And then sometimes you're consuming all of these packaged foods that are low calorie and have all of this branding all over them that says they're so amazing and it's not providing you with that real fuel um i don't think constantly reading labels and um hyper fixating on food is any way to live so i would not recommend calorie counting to anyone that's trying to have like real sustainable long-term habits
0: and be healthy mentally great <laughs> And what type of clients for anyone listening, because you take clients all over the world for anyone listening, what would be the type of clients that you um, could help supporting their as a holistic uh, nutritionist?
1: Yeah. So I take it on all clients. I typically um, help people with skin and acne um, or eczema, any sort of skin condition and, especially gut health is one thing I really, really focus on and inflammation and low levels of
0: energy are also what I focus on a lot. Great. Perfect. And besides, because having, for example, acne, is, of course it's, we see it, so we know it's, it's affecting us. What about gut health besides feeling bloated? Are there any symptoms for anyone listening? Like, Oh, maybe I'm, fa- I'm I'm dealing with this and I didn't know it was my gut. Are there other symptoms related to the gut health that we can check?
1: Yeah, so I would say the main symptoms with the bloating is a huge one. If you're feeling like you have a lot of gas constantly, if you have acid reflux, if your energy levels are super low, if you're dealing with a lot of cramping and inflammation, if you're having inconsistent bowel movements, if you're not going to the washroom like twice a day. Um, if you're dealing with any sort of pain, honestly, within your system, brain fog is another big one. Um, if after you eat you feel nauseous, that's a big one. Those I would say are the main signs. Also, skin issues are a huge component to everything going on with your in your gut and your liver.
0: No, that's perfect. Interesting. And then my la- last question. Um what is your current biohack? Anything you do uh, recently that you love to share with us?
1: I really love hot and cold therapy of any sort. I love doing cold plunging and cryotherapy and saunas infrared saunas are so good i would say that's my biggest thing cold showers i love all of that i'm also a big it's not really a biohack i would say but i'm a big fan of lymphatic drainage i love lymphatic drainage so much i think it's really really helpful
0: how often do you do it
1: i mean i i so, one thing you can do at home if you don't want to go and spend the money on a service and everything is you can put your legs up on the wall for like 20 minutes at the end of each night. Or if you're traveling a lot, it's really helpful just to drain out your system. Also, I love a guasha for your face. If you feel like you're holding on to a lot of puffiness, that can be really helpful as well. But I typically get a lymphatic drainage once every two months, maybe. If I had unlimited resources and everything, I would go probably every month.
0: Oh, it's it's lovely. But it's already a good tip whenever we're traveling or we're just at home, we can already put the legs up and that's already. Yeah. No, it
1: really works wonders. It actually really helps.
0: Oh, amazing. Well, Steph, I really want to thank you so much for, for sharing your story today, to being in our podcast and I would love if you can share um, where clients, where people listening can find you on Instagram.
1: Yeah, so it was so nice chatting with you as well. Um, my Instagram is Steph Robinson, R-O-B-I-N-N-S-O-N. And I'm on TikTok where I share a lot of things as well. Um,
0: but you can just email me if you would like to book in and we can chat from there. Fantastic. Thank you so much and have an amazing day. Thank you. You too.